Hi guys, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm my kings, queens, and lords of the internet. Thank you so much for coming back. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought for a second. Um, so yes, today I want to talk about Squid Game. Um, by the time I'm recording this, I actually finished it a couple weeks ago. So it's not the most fresh in my memory. Um, so if I forget certain details, stuff like that, I'm sorry. But mainly like this episode is just like my kind of like initial thoughts kind of after Squid Game. Kind of my thoughts afterwards. Um, uh, talking about like some of the games and the characters and all that. So that, yes, there will be spoilers. Sorry. If you haven't watched it, if you haven't watched it, please go watch it. It's actually a pretty nice little show. Um, I didn't really think it was going to be like... Usually when, like, popular shows come up, I usually don't watch them. I know some people think that's kind of weird, but for me, I'm like... I, if the hype dies... Like, I want I wait for the hype to die down. But the fact that Squid Game, like, the hype never died down. Like, it just kept going and going. I was like, if I don't jump on, I'm going to be completely clueless. Like, this is, like, usually the first time I usually ever... Like, I don't know. Usually when I do, like, popular... Like, when popular things show up, I just don't care. I just don't care for them, because... Everyone's talking about them. It's just like the news craze. And with the way I think some people treat these like quick, like, like um, popular things, the stream like it's their life. And then like two weeks later, it's like nothing. Like no one remembers it. It's all old. It's boring. No one likes it anymore. So I was like, then what's the whole point? But Squid Game was one of those things where everyone's like, yes, you have to watch it. And I'm like, okay, I'll take, I'll take a shot in the dark and a black in the show. So here we are making an episode on it. Um, so yeah. Basically, the main, for those who don't know, basically, like, the main um, purpose, I, not purpose, I, mm, kind of the basis of Squid Game is just kind of like, um, excuse me, it's, it's basically like one of, those, it's like a, it's like a death game kind of genre, I guess is a good way to put it. Um, basically, it's kind of like death, it's kind of like a death game um, or like a battle royale in a sense. We're basically like, you know, we have this gigantic cash prize for every player who dies, we add more to the pot. And, um, but all the games are deadly. Every, every, like you're going to die. There's people going to be dying every single game. So that's pretty much like the main, like, plain general basis for the game. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the basis. I do want to talk about the games themselves, only because I feel like, um, when I was watching the show, because the thing, I will say this, I finished it in two different parts. I binge watched the first six episodes, then I go to work, and then a couple of, a couple of days later, I finished the last three episodes. Um, so I didn't binge watch all the way through. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm not even sure I'm going to finish it because each episode is like an hour long, and I'm not a movie person. So I'm not someone who actually can sit down and, like, pay attention all the way. So I was like, this is probably, like, after the first episode, I'm probably never going to watch it again. But, like, I think it was because of the games themselves. It made me, you know, some of the characters, it made me want to finish watching it. So I helped me power through. Um, but the game, so there's, like, around, there's six official games. Um, but they are um, closer to, like, seven, eight. N- um, seven, if you include, like, the recruiting game, like, the game that kind of brings characters into the Squid Game. Um, eight, if you consider, like, the lights out portion with the flickering lights and everything, the part that I feel like they should have a seizure warning for. And, um, I, uh, you can tell us, and I don't really 
like there's kind of like a mini one at the end, but not really one, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, so I did want to talk about the games real quick before I talk about the characters, because some of the characters I was rooting for, some of the characters I was just like, when are they going to get off my screen? I hate them. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the games first. So I'm going to go kind of like in chronological order of the games. And the first game was the recruiting game. So this is, um, I, I, I'm sorry, I try, I actually try learning how to pronounce these like a little bit before I started recording and I did not do too well. Um, but it's like the recruiting of someone call it, I think it's called Dokji, I don't know, I know I'm not pronouncing it right, I'm so sorry. Um, for anyone who's fluent or knows how to pronounce it, I'm sorry. But basically, um, it's a recruiting game where they, um, you basically throw a paper card on top of another one. It's supposed to flip, supposed to try to flip your opponent's card over or like paper over. Um, of course, uh, it is very rigged, obviously. Um, but I don't know how to feel about it. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, I feel like if I had to give like, if everyone had like a meaning to the game, um, I, I wouldn't, I don't know the meaning to all of them, but I definitely know like the recruiting one, like, he took it. He took his time. He really loved slapping some people around. I know a lot of people love to have this position, just be just to get some anger. I'm like, you know, it's a part time decision. I just go around slapping people. You know, I I play a rig game with them and I slap them around uh, like several times. Then when I get a little tired, you know, I give them the money and I walk off. <laughs> kind of kind of vibes while I was getting, but um, but yeah, it was one of those things. I was like, okay, you know, it was that that was that. Um, so that was like the recruiting game. The to get people in, but now we get into the actual, like, games of the thing, so, like, the first round one, everyone's already here, and we have, like, 496 contestants at this point, 496, which I thought was a weird number, um, I don't, I'm not sure if there's, like, a significance to that number, but there's only 496 people, like, four shy of 500, and, um, you know, I was one of those things, okay, excuse me, I was like, okay, you know, Maybe it's just one of those things that, like, maybe has importance, maybe doesn't. Um, but there's, like, red light, green light's the first game that they all encounter. And that's a universe, kind of like a around-the-globe game everyone has played or at least knows of a variation of red, red light, green light. You know, you, oh my, nope, someone counts down on green light, everyone runs. When, when it's red light, everyone has to stop, don't move. Um, pretty standard game, I kind of... I feel like, you know, I feel like it was a good introductory game to the series because, like, outside of the recruiting game, like, you get to see, like, okay, like, you know, like, this, I think, at least for the, like, for the characters, like, oh, like, they're not playing around. Like, when they said eliminated, they meant kill. They meant dead. And I thought about it, and I was like, I guess people never watched anime before or any cartoons or really any type of entertainment because anytime eliminated or terminated means, it always means dead. You don't go out with your life, sir. So, there was that. Um, I was a little, like, a little freaked out by the doll, though. I'm not going to lie. Because I was like, why in the world is this doll, like, why did they have turned the head like that? Like, why could the whole body turn? It's not like, just, it's like just threw his head, like, 180 degrees. And just stared them all down. I was like, uh-uh. I would not be happy with that. But I digress. Um, anyways, we have the next game, which was, like, the honeycomb one. Um, I, let's see. 
I forgot exactly what like the actual name for it is called. Um, but it's like, um, but it's that one I know people are also making their own online. I haven't, I haven't tried it mainly because I'm not even sure if I would like it. And if I, I'm like, I'm too scared of like buying a lot of ingredients or just a couple of ingredients and just realizing I don't, I kind of wasted money on them because I didn't like it. I don't know. But, I, but you know, I should actually, you know, look into a little bit more. Um, but this game, the Honeycomb one, this was like the, uh, this was one of those games where like they couldn't like brute force their way through. Like they actually had to think it out and just had to like follow the rules of the game. Now, I would say that between these two games, after the first one, um, everyone was a plot, you know, they, a lot of, like, by majority vote, they all left, um, that, well, the remaining players, the first game eliminated at least over half the characters, like, a lot of people didn't come, like, a lot of people died, and a lot of people, uh, didn't return, well, most people returned, but there was a few that did not return, um, for the second go-around with the Squid Game, so I'm kind of hoping that they'll have some significance later, um, like, something kind of going on, at least talking about it. Like, what happened to the characters. Um, but overall, um, we get back to the second one. I think around, we have, like, 100, like, oh, like close to 200 um, people that come back. And with Honeycombs, you know, they have to kind of get that shape out of the candy. And they have a certain amount of time to do it. If they break it, break the shape, you're dead. If time runs out and you haven't done it yet, you're dead. Um, and all different shapes. Circle, triangle, star, and umbrella. And it was just... Mm, it, it was one of those games where I feel like... Um, I don't know. One of the characters made me angry in this game. So I will... Uh, I'll talk about that a little bit later. I'm trying to reserve all my character um, feelings for the next segment of what I want to talk about, only because I can go easily on a rant on some of these characters, but let's just get through the games first. So you have Tug of War, and now between, um, if I'm correct, the Lights Out portion happened before Tug of War, if I'm correct. And Lights Out was one of those games where you knew, like, they purposely, um, it was a purposeful action on part of the frontman and, you know, trying to control the game, like, this was very obviously, like, meant to kind of, like, cause disruption, um, and the whole lights out portion really started because, you know, well, let's be honest, you know, they, they made sure, like, they didn't, um, before this part, I'm pretty sure people remember the episode correctly, I'm sorry if I forget a little bit, but they were handing out food, and they made sure, like, oh, well, I want more food, so, Five, like this whole gang of people, five with um, Jaksu and Minyo and their little gang people, went and got seconds and some people didn't get food. And of course, it was more purposeful action because they could easily just say, you already got food, step out of line. But they didn't, they let them take food. So of course, it started tension and, you know, chaos. It lights out, happened, you know, people were dying. People, I mean, it killed a quite a few, quite a lot of people. Um, so this was obviously way more of a purposeful action, which I kind of was like, eh, it felt a little wrong. I feel like only because the pre- premise is that a lot of these games were supposed to be children games. I don't know how many games, uh, that have actual children just going around killing each other or strangling and hurting each other just because, 
I don't know. And I personally don't think it was okay in a sense. But when you do see, like, the rest of the preparation for the other games, I guess it makes sense. Because if we were thinking about, like, 80 people, like, 80 or so people kind of, you know, may, had gone to tug of war. So, quite a few people did die. Um, but that does go into tug of war. Tug of war was one of those games where I was like, okay. You know, this is one of those, like, first you can see, like, it's a brute strength competition. But, but, but... You know, it, it, like, I liked, um, what's, what's his name? Ol Ilnam? I like, um, I, I liked his little strategy. I liked it. I was thinking about that. I was like, man, I wonder if that would work in a real life situation. Like, I only played Chug War maybe like twice before my life because I didn't like pulling on the rope and, you know, my hands getting started hurting a little bit. And, you know, being around a bunch of boys, like, they were just very competitive. So I didn't like it. But I was thinking, I was like, man, if I was actually in the situation, like, I would like, I would actually like to try to sit, let's out in real life, like, just to see if it really works. This is all just, like, cinema, you know, stage, you know, all, like, writing, if you get it. Um, then we have the next one, Marbles. Marbles, I was, this is one of the games I did think they could cheat on, but I'm going to talk about some of the games, I guess in some ways, they could probably, might be able to cheat. But Marbles one of those games where, you know, that episode was very teary-eyed for me. I was like, some of the characters, man, I'm just saying, it was so, it was a whole thing on its own, okay? But with most games, I did not like it. Like, I like I like the premise of the game because they all got to choose their own way of playing baseball marbles. But at the same time, like, this is one of those games where, like, you're guaranteed to kill someone. Like, someone, you know, face value, like, you're going, like, people are going to die. Half the people have to die. So that I was like, oh no, honey, oh no, 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 oh no, 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 no. I felt bad. I felt very bad. <sighs> Marbles was just that. It, 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 mm. That episode, it, it wasn't the best for me. Um, then we have the next one, which is um, the Glass Bridge. I do know some people did complain about this one only because it was not a ritual child's game. Um, some people did make the comparison to Hopscotch, which I feel like was completely, you know, what you think about it? I was like, I can see why some people say Hopscotch, um, which is for those who probably, who have at least never played the game. It's kind of like Glass Bridge in a sense, you know, you're not, you know, hundreds feet up in the air. That's going to plummet to your death. Um, but you do have to jump on the numbered squares in a certain sequence. You know, just and then you'll jump, come backwards. Um, both the glass bridge one. I know that was a lot of people's um, complaints. I didn't really think about, I guess, the child, the children's aspect at that point. But at the same time, thinking about it, I'm like, okay, you know, I can see why people were upset. But um, overall, that was one that I was kind of like, okay, I I could catch myself being a little more aggressive in that game. Only because I was like, I ain't about to die because the person in front of me is just being stupid. At that point, I'm, I'd rather just jump off. <laughs> I'd rather just jump off the bridge myself because you were taking too long. But that, but that was just me and some of the players inside the game. Um, next one was Squid Game, the actual Squid Game that we saw play in the beginning of the series. Um, of course, it's like the climatic, you know, finale a bit of the... Like, this is, like, the last episode. 
And I was kind of like, okay. But I think with the characters, I was very much like, either of them can die and I'll be okay. Like, it was one of those things. Um, yes, that was that. And I would say the mini one, which is um, when uh, we realized that one of the characters, Ilnam, wasn't dead. Sorry, ser- like, you know, spoiler alert, plot twist. You know, he was he didn't die um, in one of the games. So he, survived, you know, he survived, you know, because of who he was. He was a mastermind behind everything. And being a mastermind, I'm just like, dude, what's wrong with you? He played, he played like a mini game kind of thing. Like, hey, whoever helps this person that's freezing to death outside, you know, if you, if someone goes to help him, you win. If no one helps him, he just dies after midnight. Well, then I win. Um, but those are the games I was technically played. And I do want to go just, some of the games I did realize, like, they could technically have cheated to some degree to win. Even if it wasn't, you know, the most, uh, fair thing to do. The thing about being fair in these situations was the fact that like as so as soon as someone caught that the other person was cheating, instead of calling them out, you know, being a snitch, they all were just like, we're just gonna copy him because it's working. We're gonna copy them because it's working for them. So not the recruiting game because that one was obviously very rigged. So I was like, okay, there's no way of like kinda winning against that one. The only get only way of winning is just not going. Um but then we have red light, green light. That one, it was pretty straightforward. Just, I feel like, you know, not... I mean, this is also one of the times where one of the characters, Sangwoo, I did not like him only because I start. I, it was after um, the Honeycomb game that I realized, oh, he's a very selfish character. You know, he was only out for himself. But before I go too deep on that one, um, Red Light, Green Light, just don't make too much body movement. Like... Don't run so fast that if you have to stop, you're going to fall over and just skid and get killed. Um, but also don't go too slow that you're going to be halfway across fuel when the time's up. You know, so you have to really pace yourself. Some people, like they said, they were using the body, other people's bodies as shields. Um, my only thing is that, you know, these guns, no one knew where they were coming from, these shots. So if it's shot through the back of you, well, then you die with them. Um... And, I don't know, I felt like that was a little weird. Also with how, um, I don't know, I, I was like, maybe the, there's motion sensors, motion sensors elsewhere that could kind of see like, oh, well, shots were getting, getting shot you know, here and there. Like, um, I don't know how to describe it. Like, maybe there's other cameras that I was able to censor on one person and not, you know, everyone. But, like, let's say someone, like, person was trying to sabotage you and, like, stopped in front of you. So, like, you would have to, like, you know, fall back. Especially if you were running with them. Like, yeah. Um, you're dead. I don't know. It was one of those things where I thought about in the red light, green light game. I was like, you can technically cheat, but you can also technically can die quickly. So, anybody's interest, just move at a moderately fast pace. Moderate fast is in near running, but not running so hard that you will have to trip and fall and bust your face. Um, next one was the honeycomb one. I like the I like that creative creativity because I didn't think about this. But also, you think about it like this is also a time when characters were coming back. They they were sneaking things in. Um, Minia like Minia like she uh she snuck in um like her lighter and some cigarettes. Um, Sabiok, she. 
you know, I think what's it called? She stuck her pocket knife. You initially didn't use it for this one. Um, meaning she used her lighter to help kind of like melt the candy around it so she can kind of just take the candy out. Um, so yeah, that was that. Um, but I like how, I guess I like Gihon in this one, like it was pretty, you know, creative to kind of like lick the candy, get it all soft and just, you know, just take the, you know, the candy apart that way. So I like that one. The lights out part, I'm sorry, there was no, no saving at that point. You might as well just hope you can hide in a tiny corner, hidden under something and just try to survive. Okay. Don't make loud noises. Just hide somewhere because you, 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 it's luck that you didn't die at that point. Uh, tug of war, that man tried to save them. So I wasn't too, you know, I, I, I don't think there was much way to cheat in that one. It, that one was real like you had to kind of use your head and not more so your strength. Um, the marbles one. Now this one I thought about. This was the first time I was like, wait, they could have cheated. The rules were that they didn't ever say you had to win the marbles. They said you had to, it was like you just had to get your opponent's marbles. Um, so you didn't have to win them. I'm like, if you really think about it, all you do is trade the bag and boom. I mean, that was an easy way to do it. But of course, since they say you had to play a game necessarily, I guess... Uh, because your first thinking is like, okay, one of us has to win, one of us has to lose. But, um, whatchamacallit, with the Marbles game, you think about like, I was thinking about a game where you got to trade marbles, like one at a time. Um, and you, you know, you take your opponent's marble, you like, you put one marble down, both of you put one marble down, they take their opponent's marble. And, you know, they just do that until they get their opponent's marbles. So basically both of them win. The reason I say it's a game of trust. Like, you really have to trust the other person is not going to run off with, you know, your marbles. And since violence is not per- permitted in this game, um, like, y- it's a game of trust. Like, you have to really trust this other person. It's just going to basically hand over all their marbles. You know, so I was like, this is easily a game where they could kind of cheat it and just, if they thought a little bit more. But also, to be honest, I know some people are going to get, get upset with me for that. Of course, in like height like in life or death situation you're not thinking most logically but it's one of those like okay like you guys had enough downtime to really think of a good game to think like yeah a good way especially if you really care about the person that you're partnered up with um you would have thought pretty you know pretty hard so that was that the glassbridge one i'm sorry um i think i watched I think I watched a video. I forgot which video I watched. I think it was film theory. Film theory video on it. Like, he said, like, you could, like, they actually just stretch out legs, like, long enough. Like, they actually could just jump on the beams and kind of, you know, just, you know, just kind of jumped across. And I was looking at a picture of the glass bridge. There's the middle section with the two beams across. Like, even, like, they could actually just jump, like, hopped across that way. They didn't actually have to use the glass bridge. And you think about it, like, there was no rule saying they couldn't use that portion. So you know that they say, yes, you kind of have to, they're like, yeah, I know, you jump from glass platform to glass platform. There's no rule saying they couldn't use the beam stuff to get themselves across. So even if they were to technically fall, you just, you, I didn't see anyone try to like grab onto the beam and try like, you know, like kind of like hoist themselves, like kind of like, you know, so like they climb their way across. Um, so I was like, there's technically ways to get it around, but like the way they're jumping, they upset me a little bit because they jumped and hit one point like they like they didn't try to hit and try like to like distribute their weight or like 
look around to see if they can grab something. Like they just were like they blindly they blindly trusted the rules, which I very which I realized was just a part of the games, and part of this reality was like everyone just followed the rules blindly. Like no one thought outside the box really, you know. And everyone who did think outside the box was really in it for themselves. Um. Well, yeah, it's a good game, and I was like, okay, like, this is the finale. I didn't think of any way to cheat with that one. Um, with the last one we see, um, Il-Nam at the end, I was like, technically, Gihun could have just went down there himself and just helped the person. Like, there was no rule saying he had to stay up there with Il-Nam. He could have just ran down there, helped the person get into the hospital, like, call an ambulance or something, but he decided to stay up there. So I was like, I was like, what's going on, dude? Like, you could you could have helped yourself out there. Got an easy win. <sighs> That's that. That was my initial thinking on the games themselves. Now, the characters. The characters. Now, that is a whole other ballgame. Because I was a little pissed. Also, side note. I didn't realize. I actually just watched a video not too long ago. That talked about how much CGI was used in um, the making of Squid Game. And I was like, wow. Like, I actually thought, like, they, um, they used, um, like, actual, like, sets, in a sense. Um, only reason I think about that, because I know, um, there was a lot of backlash for, um, Mr. B's making Squid Game. Like, a real-life version of Squid Game. And I was thinking about, I was like, how much, like, I was like, you know, like, a lot of these movies have CGI in them. Like, but I didn't notice it had that much CGI. Like, that much, like, like, even, like, the piggy bank with the money, I was like, I was like, wow, like, the pigment, the money, I didn't realize was all fake, you know, the crazy, like, spiraling psychedelic staircases, in my opinion, the pastel psychedelic staircases going in crazy directions, I didn't realize were all fake, um, I don't know if a lot of these things were fake, so I was like, I'm like, I guess in a sense it shows that these actors and actresses, like, really have to, you know, act, you know, to, you know, sell the point that they actually are in this life set. But I think that was the crazy thing was the fact that like, they really did. I was like, so I was like, so for these scenes and with the staircase and everything, I was like, this just, that's just a lie. It was a lot, but not like a bad lie. It was just like there's a lot going on in here. But now I want to talk about the characters themselves, because I have some things to say about some of these characters, especially some of these characters that made me angry. First up, let's talk about the main protagonist, Gi Hun. Now, I did read some, um, I did read an article that talked about, like, unpopular opinions. Now, I guess it's unpopular opinion to not like Gihun. If so, I am with them. I do not like Gihun, personally, because he did not make a good first impression. Not saying, like, all protagonists have to, but it's just how, I'm a mama's boy, and my dad wasn't in my life that much, so I feel like with those personal biases, I... Person was personally biased and just kind of like had more resentment towards the character of Gihun because I was like, I even if I hated my mother in, in an instant, I would never have done the things he did to his own mother. Like, you, you stole behind your mom's back, you you pass you you brushed off your mom's pain when she was saying her back was her, and you were like, you need to stop faking. I'm like, who said that to her own mother? Um, I would say that he went after she left to go work. When he wasn't, like, throughout this whole thing, like, whenever he was not, you know, actively in this quick game, like, you didn't see him actually working any job. So it's one of those things where it's like, what are you doing with your life? You're letting your mom, you're, you're literally leeching off your mother. So that made me angry. 
also just I feel like he didn't um, I feel like it's one of those people that didn't really understand consequences until after they were coming from like until his life was online was like oh like I'm about to die and even then like he didn't want to really face the consequences of his actions until you realize that he was about to lose his actual like he's about to lose his daughter like he might not actually see his daughter ever again he's about to he he lost his mom like it was only the two when these things were falling apart was like oh maybe I should become a better person it pissed me off so much and then at the end, it was like, I think also at the ending, like when he changed his hair, I was like, okay, like I wasn't too fan of the red, but I was like, whatever. And then like he was on the phone with his daughter. And I was like, okay, so maybe it's like, he's like, maybe something will come out of this, you know? And then like when he decides to go back into this squid game, I was so pissed. I was like, you didn't even call your daughter to say like, hey, something came up with work. You know, daddy loves you. Let Like I will, I'll be there, you know, I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there in a little bit. I just need to, you know. I need, I need to handle this work thing here, but I'll be there. Something, anything. But the fact that he was just like, I'm just going to go back into the squid game now. Like, no talking to the daughter. Like, I was like, dude, you're not a good father, yet you want to fight to have your daughter in your life, yet you're not even a good father. You can't even take care of her. I didn't like the fact that he fought the stepdad, because let's be completely honest, there's a lot of people who have stepdads that technically were, I'm pretty sure a lot of people would have, would have taken a neglected father than a abusive father I lived in one of those houses before so I was like the fact that there was a stepdad that was actually willing to take in someone else with their with a child and just raise the child as their own that's very commendable and the fact that he was pissed off with the dad and if I felt for the stepdad like I know I'm going a little spiral but and like a little rant but I'm like this stepfather is doing a very good job I mean he could have rejected your daughter he could have made your daughter's life hell, but he decided not to do that and become an actually decent person. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to raise daughters my own. Like, I know I have my own kid, but I'm going to raise her too because she, you know, I, I'm going to take that one responsibility. I mean, yeah, I can understand some people like, we you know, like he kind of, he made me feel a certain way, but it's one thing I'm like, you need to grow up. I'm like, you're not being a good person. And then you fought the dude, you punched the dude straight up in the face. We really did tell you, I mean, he wanted to give you the money to one, pay for your mom, mom's, you know, surgery and stuff. And I'm like, the only condition is like, please just leave my family alone. And like, let's be honest, you being part of your daughter's life was probably more detrimental than not. So I'm like, dude, like you were, he, it was the only one his life was crashing down after, outside of the game. Like the people that that he so-called love in quotation marks. Cause like even in the beginning he was like oh like my mother like no like t- like loves my daughter loves my daughter more than she likes me and I'm like yeah she right I'm like his mom rightfully got upset with him and snapped at him outside the hospital and he was like and I think this part of me extremely angry with him was when she was like insurance because he was like oh don't you have insurance she was like insurance like you canceled the insurance and sold everything. So you, I'm like, you, so you can live wherever life you wanted. You just wait for a couple of days and you come out and want to play the good son. And that made me very pissed. Only because I was like, dude, you, I'm like, so not only did you put your mom pretty much, in, pretty much, you know, at death's door at this point, because you have an aging mother who you know probably needs her insurance. <coughs> Excuse me. And you cancel it and you sell things while you're not even trying to make a life for yourself to take to help take care of your own mother 
he just made me piss so much. Made me piss. And then I'm like, and the fact that I feel like that solidified also when she said, like, you disappear and you won't come back playing the good son. That just solidified also in my head. I was like, so that means this is not, that little bit in the beginning was not, you know, a once in a blue moon kind of behavior. Like, once every, once in a while, you know. Like, she kind of was like, she was kind of sick about this point. Like, she really didn't have any money to her name. She gave him all the money that she could really afford to. And, it's, and he still just treated her so badly. He did not really care for his mother until after she was already dead. Once she was dead, do he, was he realize, oh, like, my mom's dead. You know, like, the one person that was really to, willing to ride or die with you is now dead. One percent scared me. My mom just showed back up to that house. Um, anyways. So, yeah, he pissed me off. I did not like his character whatsoever. Um, let me take a moment. One second. I'm just a little pissed. Okay, I'm back. I'm sorry. So, yeah, I, as you can clear yourself, I didn't really like Ian. I didn't feel like he really did much to... Um, I feel like there's other people that could have done a better job being a protagonist. Like, the main one. But he just, he went pissed. Anyways, next up that I want to talk about was Song Wu. Um, mainly because he was one of the characters that I know some people actually did like as well. Um, some people say, you know, like, I want people just didn't really like him. But I know some people were like, you know, he was a very realistic character in the sense of, like, fine for survival. And for that, I will give props. Yes, he was definitely more realistic. I'm pretty sure a lot of people, especially outside the survival games, um, would kind of be kind of like him, like, unless I need to team up, I'm all for myself, um, but my, but my thing is the flaw in the understanding is the fact that then don't team up at all, if you're, if you only need to team up out of necessity, like, on a game-by-game basis, then don't team up at all, but the fact that he chose to team up, and then it was like, he kind of decided to stab people in the back as he was team, still teamed up with them, like, dude, you, remember, you have a team that's willing to have your back, so, the moment that you betray them, they realize it was you. Like, they're willing to kick you out and let you just face whatever death you got. You know what I'm saying? It's a survival game. But, like I said, the first time I realized, it was, like, I feel like everyone kind of realized it wasn't such a good character um, was the Honeycomb game where, you know, he kind of let all the rest of his teammates kind of just, you know, blindly, you know, walk to their death pretty much like he didn't really try to help them he was like hey all y'all try get only triangles and circles like it's gonna it's like more beneficial that way like stay away from the umbrella no he just let Gihun like nearly die like once for Gihun like thinking on his feet he would have died so I was I was pretty upset with him but also you think about it even in the beginning like with red light green light he was one, one of the first characters that we see, besides uh, Sabiok, um, to actually hide behind someone. Like, he was already using a, 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 basically, like, a body shield from the get-go. So, I was like, he was kind of one of those characters I was like, yeah, he's really all out for himself. And I know one thing that I could um, kind of, like, like uh, what you call it, I guess, sympathize with him for was, like, how much um, Gihon was, like, Oh, like, he, he's, like, a very smart person. He's the best person. Like, he's he, he graduated from this top university. You know, he's such a small, smart person. And how much Gihun just kept saying and saying it. Yeah, so we had to put a stop to it. He was like, all righty. We all get it. Let's 
chill out, dude. I got that. I felt that. I was like, I feel like also, you know, I'm pretty sure we all have at least seen or heard someone kind of be like that. Um, you know, kind of like, you know, like, oh, this person's really smart or anything. Like, I feel like some people don't always understand sometimes how constantly told, like, how smart, unique, or how brilliant someone is. Can sometimes just put a damper on things, you know, either, either goes through the head in a good way or goes through it in a bad way. Um, good way in saying, you know, I'm going to push myself harder in a bad way in the sense of, like, they can go, become a little more narcissistic or they can, like, put a whole lot of burden on them. So I was like, I can definitely understand, you know, that feeling. Um, but I think overall, I feel like he just was too much survivalistic. I feel like that was his flaw. I feel like that's why I didn't like him as much because he was just way too survivalistic. Like he just really was too much out just for himself. Um, so for that reason, I didn't really like his character. But at the same time, I wasn't too angry that he existed. It was more just like. I think I'm more pissed when he went there with Ollie. And I feel like that's going to be my next person I want to talk about. It's Ollie. Um, and one thing about Ollie and Cybiok that are going to be talked about is the fact that those two are the only two people that we see in the Squid Game that at least has talked about with their backstory. It's the fact that they these two were the only ones who came in not really with any debt necessarily. Um, everyone else came in like with a huge amount of debt. Um... These two people mainly came in to help their family. Cybiel came in um, mainly to help her to get her brother out of the children home, buy a house for them, get her mother from North Korea to South Korea. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm definitely, you know, I was rooting for her. And Ali, he gave his last bit of money that he pretty much had to steal from his boss um, to his wife, wife and pretty much newborn child. I was like, take this, go to America. I'm coming later. Like, just please, like, just get to, like, get to U.S. And I felt so bad for him because I was like, he is such a, I'm like, he's a, I'm like, I feel like any good husband and father would, would try to do that. You know, they would try to at least somehow guarantee their family's life. Like, they're like, you know, it's better in America. Just please get to America. You know, if that, you know, that was the line I'm thinking, like, this, like, that place is better than here. So please at least get there. You know, I'm joining later. So... Ollie, I oh I felt bad. Like I feel like he was one of those characters that everyone could just like, but I feel like that was the I feel like that also showed like he was going to die later, it was because in survival game like the people who are the nicest are usually sometimes the people that uh usually are more of a liability and will probably die a little bit later, um so either have to grow tough skin and you have to just, you know tough it up, and you know be not so likable sometimes, or they have to uh you know die off and it kind of feel bad only because of the way he died I feel like that's what made me feel so bad was because he was tricked by Songwoo Songwoo tricked him knowing that Ali would trust him um and really tricked him like he didn't even he, he didn't even, it was like a misleading like like it wasn't just like oh you know he just you know like yeah we're gonna do this like I'm gonna talk to him try some more information you go do this like it was a real trickery if he thinks he's gonna come back and think the rest is playing out with him. But no, he just ended up dying. So I felt that was one of the things where I was like, wow. Ali was just so selfless. And I felt like that was his downfall in this, in this you know, survival game. And I felt so bad. Um, but next up I want to talk about was Song Byok. Song Byok, look, I'm not, I don't care who anyone says, she was my girl, okay? I was like, she's my girl. She's my girl. Okay, she asked me to the end. She's my girl. 
Okay, Cybiok and Ali and Olinam, you know, until I realized the plot twist later. Um, those are the three, like, I was rooting for that. They have to make it to the end. Everyone else is like, y'all can die. I don't care about y'all. These three have to make it to the end. And I just felt so bad for her. I feel, like, I feel like she was keeping a very tough exterior for a lot of it. Um, she was keeping a very tough exterior. But it was pretty clear, you know, like, you know, she was one of the people like, she was out for herself for a little bit. Of course, you know, when she started getting this team, she was like, you know, she was saying, I don't trust any of you guys. I feel like that was just more so her keeping a level-headed. Like, she was making sure everyone knew, like, okay, like, we need to think about this. Like, one y'all could turn traitor, so I don't trust y'all. You know, not like she doesn't like them or doesn't have some bad feelings toward them. Just, no. I'm not I'm not going to let my emotions drag me down. I'm getting out here and get my brother out and see my mom, so... Just letting y'all know. So, I just feel like, I felt like it was the way she died also. Like, she didn't, like, I feel like Ollie and Cyborg, like, didn't get death that I feel like were meaningful to them. It felt like just, you know, it's like, Ollie died of being tricked, and Cyborg died of a random injury. And that was going, that was kind of killing her, and then got killed by Song Wu. I was like, that, I think that was also the moment I was like, Song was just way too much of a dude that I can't be. I wasn't too sad when he died. I was like, this is too little too late, man. Like, you went off the deep end. And then you're trying to blame everyone else for your deep endness. No. Mm-mm. <sighs> but I know, like, those are, like, the main ones. I know there's some other people, like, Ilnam. I, like I said, like, when I first heard him, I was like, when you say he had a tumor in his head. And, you know, he might be, have, he might, you know, have dementia. I was like... Oh, Lord, I was like, please let this old man live. After, this is what I mentioned in the beginning one. I watched it in kind of two separate parts. Like, I watched the first six episodes and the last three. Because after the first six, like, I, I was like, oh, I was thinking about it. Like, okay, like, man, why did this old man die? And then I really thought about it. I was like, wait, hold up. Plot twist. His death is the only death we didn't see on screen. Which means that most likely he gonna, wait, this dude gonna come back. And he was the mastermind the whole time. And I was so pissed. I was like, dude, why? <laughs> I was so upset. I was like, come on, dude. I was rooting for you to survive these games. And then you misplaced my trust like that. Okay. I see you're going to be on them. But overall, I liked, his, I liked, you know, the character in a sense. I felt like he was kind of, he was kind of funny. I liked him. I just didn't like the fact that he betrayed everyone like that. Um, let's see. Minya. I feel like she was she was a loud, obnoxious character, um, but I did like her because I I liked her because she kept her word um, with with uh, Jaksu, I think that's how I pronounce her name. Um, I I mean he was I mean he was a gangster dude, so I was already kind of like all right. He was just way too aggressive for me personally. I feel like I would have liked him a little bit more if he wasn't too aggressive, but he was just overall just uh, he was just aggressive. <laughs> I didn't like him for that. Um, but at the same time, I was like, you know, not all, I feel like I'm getting to a point where I watch shows, I'm like, not all characters are meant to be liked, some characters are meant to be there just not to be liked, like, give you a character to not like, so I was like, okay, I can understand, um, so yeah, um, watch, so watching, I was like, okay, alright, um, so but I did like Mignon, because she kept her promise, she was like, I'll kill you, betray me, and he did, and she was like, I'm going to kill you. And the glass bridge came, and I was like, oof. I was like, yes, he did. He finally out my way. 
And I didn't like the fact that he cowered. Like, he was being all big, big and buff and had all these things to say. Then when it was his turn to jump, he was like, well, I'm not jumping. I'm not moving. I'm like, well, pff, all right then. Mino was like, well, you're going to move one way or another and collapse. Collapse with him. I was like, all right. Thank you, Mino. I was like, you know what? I'm going to forgive your obnoxiousness. You're loud, obnoxiousness. I'll forgive you because you took out one of the characters I hated. So good job on you. Um, I know some other characters I didn't mention, like uh, Ji Young. I feel like Ji Young, um, Pro Man, a lot, a lot of these other characters, I didn't mention only because I feel like, like Ji Young, she didn't have so much really screen time to really get to know her as a character. Um, but it was definitely sad. And, like, you know, I feel like it's kind of sad when you ever hear someone say they don't have anything to live for. You know, like, we hear a story about, like, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't have parents, she doesn't have anyone. Like, she got a prison, she just has no one to live for. No one live for, nothing live for, no one's there waiting for her. So I was like, what's she going to do going out? So I, so I understood what she was saying, but it was kind of also really sad. To kind of see a character that could have really went, like, really fought to get out, just die at the end. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of die like that. So I did feel bad. But I know, like, front man, um, the VIPs and stuff, eh. Like, I, I knew the front man twist was going to happen. I felt I just kind of felt like that oh, it was gonna happen. You know, whenever there's like a Mrs. Sibling and there's a big bad villain, there's a good chance that either they uh, that they are the main villain, they are working with the villain, or they actually are dead. So I was like, those are only three things I've come up with. So I knew that the plot was gonna happen. The VIPs, I felt like um, I don't know. I felt like they were kind of unneeded in a sense. So I'm hoping that they will have a more um, bigger. Um, like, I, got, I don't know, like, I guess, the, like, a bigger role in season two when, I guess, I guess, I think season two is going to be made. So, if season two does come around, I hope, like, the VIPs will become a bigger thing. Um, But that was, like, my main first, like, kind of, like, first impressions with um, Squid Game. Um, I do know that there were um, quite a few un, um, unpopular opinions. Like, one was, like, the VIPs weren't, why are they geniuses? Like, these are, like, Reddit posts I think someone made, um, like, unpopular opinions about it. And someone did say, like, why do you believe that every rich person is this mysterious, intelligent, intriguing character? Uh, I will definitely have to agree. I feel like a lot of rich people on these stories, like, either seeing as can't do anything wrong or it's just mysterious, you know. But they always turn out to be mysterious. You look into them, they all, they're always horrible. Like, why can't we have a rich person that just isn't bad? <laughs> why can't we have a rich person that just actually just likes being generous and likes being a nice person in anime and stuff like that. Um, Gihun was, Gihun was not that good of a person. I, like I said, I agree with that one. Okay, this, I'm getting these off screen rants. Screen rants thing made like an unpopular opinion, like, little compilation thing. But yeah, like, I was like, Gihun, I did not like him. I didn't like the way he talked to his mom. I like a lot of, a lot of things. I didn't like it at all. Um, the frontman shocking reveal is predictable. I will have to agree. I did see it. I was like, I, I, I would definitely agree. I saw it. I know some people didn't see it, but I saw it coming. I was like, like I said, I was like, whenever there's a sibling or a big person missing someone's life and they're searching for them, they either are the main villain, working with the villain, or they actually are dead. Like there's, or they may come back and they actually might have things going on, but usually they dead or they are are the villain or working with the villain. 
Um, the VIPs, are, some people say they're under, underdeveloped. Um, like I said, like someone to ask, you know, why are they there? How are they getting to that position? I was hoping that they would actually be more pushed out. Like, I know Ellen Dama, I think, said something about, you know, when you get rich enough, like, you don't have anything really to live for like, after a while. Like, you get rich, you spend money to get everything you want, then, like, there's not much you can do outside of that. So, you know, they did create the games for their enjoyment. But it was one thing I was like, okay. But I do want to know, like, how they get with him, you know. What were these things that kind of went down? Someone said they didn't like Gihun's new hair look. And I was like, yeah, I can understand that. You know, I wasn't too happy. But at the same time, I was like, eh. I'm not too not too upset about that. Sabiolk deserved better death. I wholeheartedly agree. I didn't like the fact that she just randomly got hit with glass and just randomly got taken out like that. But at the same time, like, um, this one person who made the article, they did make a good point. Saying that, you know, the fact that she randomly, randomly mortally injured by the glass only reinforces how senseless the entire competition is. The VIP's games don't favor talent, and her death proves that no matter how skilled or motivated players are, the unfair design of each level can still arbitrarily kill anyone. Which I understood, but at the same time, I was like, y'all really manipulate the games just to make things exciting for you guys. Like, y'all need to actually keep things fair, like the frontman said it was, so... <sighs> she deserved a better death. Gihun should should have lost. I would agree. Should agree. Like I was on the fence between like if Gihun or um, Song we should have should have won in the finale, but Song won only because I feel like he actually did to some degree at least look up to his mother to some degree. But um, also sometimes like you're not that good of a character to like e- either way, so. I think at the point, I was like, either character can die, I don't care. That's kind of how I felt. Um, the random, someone said the random should have been the finale, which I didn't think about until a little bit later, and I was like, that actually would, actually would throw in a little more, you know, chaos into, you know, the Gihun and um, Songwoo finale. I know it was supposed to be a finale, but I feel like that would have been a good point, you know, to make at least me like two or three more random, like, players be part of it. So, regardless of, like, Songwoo decides to kill them all and just have just him, like, Songwoo and just Songwoo and Gihun. Um, but, overall, my dude, you could just, they, they could have some. I, I will agree with that one. Um, Ali sh- shouldn't have died. I will definitely agree. You know, I will definitely agree. I didn't like that he died, but like I said, I knew some people were going to say, you know, it was the fact that he was so kind. It was the fact that he was so trusting, so loyal. It's these really nice traits that we take for granted outside. Like, these things we really look for in friends and stuff. But in a cutthroat place, like Squid Game, or other places like the workplace and school, sometimes, like, these places aren't the place you have to be the most nice of people. You know, some, there are times, like, where you just have to be nasty. So, I definitely agree. And someone said Sungwoo isn't that bad. Listen, I'll, I'll admit he was the most... uh more realistic character of the, you know, the pushed out protagonist, but, um, overall I didn't care for him, so, that was that. Um, yeah, that was more my personal opinions on it and the unpopular opinions I saw. Um, I think one, some things I would like to see in 
like I guess Squid Game going forward, at least season two, because I know um Gihun leaves to go back into Squid Game. I like to see, you know, does he become frontman? I know there's some theories out that might they might become new frontman. I haven't looked into any of the actual theories themselves, but I am hoping that you know, I do want to like how the frontman, you know, the cop's brother, like how did he get into that position? Because we know he was an um an old player from years ago that somehow is a front man now. So it's like, how we make that connection? How, how do you meet, you know, Il-Nam? How did Il-Nam let him become the front man? All those things. So it's like, I'm more, I like to know the inner workings of the game because the games are still going. Um, does authorities ever get in and shut the thing down? You know, do they just, up, do they have another place so they can up shit, you know, just move up and just move at a moment's notice if something were to happen? Like, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? So I like to see, like, the authorities actually get involved, like, a governmental authority either be behind it, you know, and, like, the, like local authorities, like, trying to get in, like, we're going to bust this thing down, and, like, the, the like, you know, government, like, an actual, like, you know, country government authority was, like, actually, we've been hiding this whole time, so there's no reason y'all to be behind us, you know what I'm saying? So I like to see, like, the inner workings of behind the scenes of the, how they got to the Squid Game, you know. Maybe there's a time jump with, like, maybe, like, talking about maybe, like, Saibyok, um, Gihun, and all them, like, maybe, like, mentions of them, but overall, like, they just, you know, mention, kind of like, kind of like a Legend Core kind of skip, like, after all this M-Render, then we have Legend Core, but, like, you know, we have some mention of them, we saw how their lives kind of, like, and their actions kind of trickled down into, like, Legend, like, Core life, kind of something like that I like to see, um, with Squid Game going forward. But overall, I'm kind of happy with the show. Um, I do like that some characters were not meant to be liked. Some of these characters, you could like them. Sometimes you could just be like, absolutely not, dude. So, yeah. I personally liked it. I feel like it was a good show. I hope that you guys watched it if you haven't already. It is a good show. And, um, yeah. I'm sorry if my uh, mic was brushing up against something. I have my jacket on because it's freezing cold. It's when it's like it's like thirty degrees outside, thirty degrees Fahrenheit. Like it, it's supposed to get into the twenties tonight. I'm cold, so I put on my my blanket hoodie, and I'm not willing to take it off. So and I don't have really lo- any long sleeve shirts. So if it brushes up against my thing, I'm sorry if it kind of like mumbles my mic or anything. I tried setting it up on um my regular thing and it wasn't working i don't know what was wrong it just refused to work with me and i was like okay so this is what i had to go for um so yeah anyways like i said please watch the game you haven't already let me know your thoughts on it and uh yeah that's it stay safe and stay healthy and i'll talk to you soon bye